You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's one o'clock. Ding dong. <laughs> we are in America's Web Radio, and this is... Let's talk Venezuelans. Good afternoon, the legend David Moxley. Mm -hmm. How are you, my friend? Bien, gracias, y tú? Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Brad, how are you, my friend? Excellent. 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 How was your week, my dear David? Well, at my age, as long as you're alive and vertical, it's a good week. <laughs> so, I'm having a good week. You're having a good yeah. week. I, I was able to get up from the horizontal position, so I must be alive. It's alive. Okay. Well, Josie, your what's comments up? of this week. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's yeah, what's up? Man, the political arena in Georgia is on fire. Yeah, we are about fire, today. Fire. Is, today is September the third, so we are exactly sixty days from the election day, November the third. Mm -hmm. So, what happened? Well, I love the way the President Trump has been playing his. You know, while he's playing chess. Oh, they are playing tic-tac-toe in the row. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about my president. You remember it's been over two years mm -hmm. that he's been talking specifically to the nation when he addressed the nation every, every year on the month of February. Yes. The State of the Union, right? Uh -huh. So in the State of the Union, he always say, well, this is what I accomplished, this is what has been done, da 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 And a promise. Always, uh, and a promise. And at the end, he keep a promise, right? Yeah. I'm going to be doing this for next, this year. But last year and this year, in between, in mm. between those two messages in one, mm -hmm. he's always been saying that America will never be a socialist country. Am I right or am I right? Yes. That was last year. This year, he changed it. His message changes a little bit. When he says, while I am president, America will never be a socialist country. country. We are talking about what month? Six, February. Six months ago. And what happened in February? He closed the borders. He closed every flight from China. Mm -hmm. He closed every flight coming from Europe to America. Yes. And he was called to be a racist. A racist. Okay? So he had, when he said that statement, while I am president, America will never be a socialist country, he got some information under his, how do you call it? Sleeve? A sleeve. Yeah. Under his sleeve, um, what are the, who are the, the groups, who are the 
organizations who are threatening mm -hmm. America on its core. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So he make it clear this year, while I am a president, America will not be um, a socialist country. So, this week, last week, it was wonderful because remember last last week on Thursday we were here at one o'clock and that night President Trump delivered his speech, closing speech on the for RNC. the RNC. Okay. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Remarkable his uh, his speech. He was talking about the best is yet to come. Regardless that they destroy his economy, regardless they, they they try to destroy a lot of things. They try to they destroy try. the economy. The economy, uh, fortunately, the economy is strong. Mm -hmm. Is is let me explain you something. What happened with COVID nineteen mm -hmm. is a is a benediction in disguise. And let me explain you why in economics. Mm -hmm. First. You have a phenomenon named the overheating of the economy. Mm -hmm. That means that the economy was not had not enough time to regroup and to reorganize. Okay, with this period, this cool off period, mm -hmm. companies are restructuring systems. New systems have been implemented, so everything is ready to the new economy, okay? Mm -hmm. The basic economy, the uh, small business economy, mm -hmm. is uh, stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. You can see it right now, okay, the big, big, big uh, malls ha have a crisis. Mm -hmm. They had a crisis, a very big one. <coughs> But when you go to the shopping centers... Mom and pops? Yes, when you go to the m shopping centers, when you go to the downtown little shops. Mm -hmm. What do you see? A lot of people doing their thing. Yes. A lot of people doing their things. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, right now, the base of the economy, that is 80% of the economic uh, volume, the mom and pops, the small businesses, represents 80% of the economy of the United States. Mm -hmm. Not the big companies, not the General Motors. Mm -hmm. It's the, the uh, small restaurants, the small uh, boutique, mm -hmm. the small uh, um, shoe repairs. That people is flourishing right mm -hmm. now. Okay? And what happens with that, when, when these people that are also consumers are getting better uh, uh, better finance for them. Everybody wins. Yes. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So when the when the economy went again in the new in the new period, we will have as not only a struggle, but but it's like like when you prone like you prone a tree. Yeah, pruning. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, when you prune a tree, okay, or the whole tree looks, uh, uh, you know, bad. But at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, that tree will flourish stronger. 
and will uh, will bear better fruits mm -hmm. and that's that's what is happening it's a, the covid-19 is a, is a benediction in disguise for the for the us economy it's okay for, it, it, the benediction is 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 touching every aspect of our society look at the churches churches are going back to base yeah the small churches now exactly the big churches mm -mm. Nope. Nope, no 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 mm -mm. no no uh, look at the um, movie theater look at the hollywood they are getting they're going broke Yes. Because there is no movie doing movies. No, they are getting into into the you know uh, uh, streaming because because they don't have right now this uh, this uh, oh no, but they were uh, so movie theaters. They, they didn't realize that this pandemic. Bueno, they call it pande pandemic, right? I call them pandemic. They thought that this pandemic will not touch. It's them. not even a pandemic. Yeah, um, this week. The <coughs> Center of Disease Control announced that only six percent of the deaths had to be direct connection with COVID nineteen. So they make a lot of money out of the lies. So, so instead of one hundred sixty-one thousand deaths that are they announced in United States, how much the real it number would was? Be, the real number is nine thousand. Nine thousand in nine, a nine thousand, and they were saying it was a hundred what? A hundred and sixty-one thousand. Oh my God! The the COVID nineteen was only a another infection on the realm, e except for Biden, and he said one hundred and sixty million. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. By, let me tell you something: the followers of Biden are so confused. Like the gynecologist of Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't say that. <laughs> I did. You didn't say that. Oh my God, have mercy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, this is what I was going to say. So, since last Thursday, we talked what happened the first three days of the convention and, and, and Thursday was the last day we, we didn't know what happened because we were here that was going to happen in the night time so now we can talk what happened in the night time mm. before that what? your message your message during the whole convention against communists did your message uh, I about felt about vindicated. you 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 must feel vindicated yeah, yes vindicated. Ab absolutely I feel vindicated. because because let me tell you something before you video about the Ven Bolivarian breeze no one no one was talking about communism in the United States two months later everybody is talking about communism and and how black life matter is connected with the marxisms and they say it we are trained uh, trained marxists and where they were trained in venezuela in cuba so bingo your message is there okay your message is there well the president has to speak it and then people are saying, oh, the president now is talking about that. Hey, 
now the president is talking about that. No. No. You didn't put attention to his message last year. You did not put attention <coughs> about his message State of this the year. Union of the State of the Union this year in back in February when he's he was talking about socialism. And Guaido was very upset this year. Isn't he? You, you remember his face when President mm -hmm. Trump, America will never be a socialist country? Yeah. Remember? So, people have to read the memos. Mm -hmm. They are not reading the memos. Mm -hmm. Okay? And this is what happened on Thursday night after, uh, you see, the President Brino brought all these people to the White House. He provided for them security, security, mm -hmm. right? And safety mm -hmm. in his perimeter, in his con area of control, which is the yep. White House. Yep. But when you leave the White House, just just imagine David walking out the White House, and you know you just you just cross the the gate, and you are outside the limit of the White House. Yes. Okay. Well, these people, a lot of these people who are Republicans, heavyweight. Yeah. Who are the one who didn't believe attended, attended to the White House addressing? Mm -hmm. They didn't what? They didn't pay attention. They didn't believe uh, that we are in communism. They, uh, no. they, they, they even said that you were exaggerating when you said, I am threatened by Antifa. Antifa. And they said, "No, you are exaggerating with with your with your details on security mm -hmm. and blah 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 blah." Mm -hmm. And suddenly they, boom, have a. David, they were getting out of the White House, and they were they were harassed, harassed. Harass. They were threatened. They were spit on. They were pushed. They were hit by those people just because they went to attend the the, the White, White House, House event. So when I heard that, uh, a, a person who's supposed to get in 15 minutes to his hotel or her hotel room from the White House, right? It took that person, those people, two hours. You follow what I mean? And distress. A lot of and the stress, the stress, the the distress, and the and you know being. <laughs> and you don't know what when will be the. The real action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I was thinking, God, Trump is a genius. Because Trump is giving them protection while he is with them. But after you leave the White House, you are on your own. And a lot of them didn't want to listen. No. Didn't want to believe. They still thinking these people, they cannot do nothing to us. I remember, I remember how they make jokes about your detail of security when you went on one of their events. Mm -hmm. Okay? They mm -hmm. said, no, she's exaggerating because some of the, her details went into the bathrooms to check the bathrooms. Okay? Because Josie is, Josie is threatened heavily by Antifa. And let me tell you something. And the Black Lives Matter. And live, uh, Black Lives Matters. Okay, and and we have some defections on our campaign now. People who were very near of us because they they got really really scared about how this uh, this campaign is developing, not by our side, 
but theirs, okay? So, 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 so they said, no. We better, we better leave her alone. Let her be on her own. Yeah. I don't want to be involved with that. Involved with but that. the situation is there, David. You don't get involved now. The situation will get involved with you later. It's coming to you. They are having the same attitude the Venezuelans did yes. back in Venezuela. Yes. A lot of Venezuela didn't want to deal with the issue. They just want to keep flying and traveling to another countries, bring what they need, because they didn't want to deal with the issue. One day, the issue got to them, and now they are being refugees or exiles living in other country just mm -hmm. because they believe if I don't get involved nothing is going to mm -hmm. touch me mm -hmm. what were you going to say David well you know uh, you hate to I hate to go this route but with the stuff in Portland and other areas you know they're asking for it and I think we should give it to them mm -hmm. just like the young man did And he's he is innocent as he can be. Yeah. That uh, was carrying the AR-15, and uh, he was shot at. And then yes. they tried to steal his weapon, and he killed him. No. And they were they want all. To, they want to. The, it's very clear in the video when you see the guy taking out the the the, the uh, pistol. Uh, 45. Yeah. Okay. And had the the pistol ready to. To kill to this him. guy, mm -hmm. to shoot him, and he he he, he used yeah he defend himself he defend himself. But I, I think that I that I that I'm very upset me is that the the general attorney on on Oregon uh, press charges against the, this this guy. It's because that's the that's the communist he was, already took control of the city. He killed, he killed three felons. You mm -hmm. know he three did felons, a service. Yes. And one was a uh, child molester, mm -hmm. and the other two, uh, and, and the felon shouldn't have been there with a pistol anyway. Exactly. That's, that's against the <coughs> law, yeah. you know. So this kid, this young man at 17, did the world a favor. Yes. And it's going to happen, it's going to happen more and more where, uh, you know, those people in St. Louis, what a crock. Mm -hmm. You know, they did nothing. And I would have done the same, except I would have probably shot off a couple of rounds from my upstairs and dared them to try to get me. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, it's um, we we're carrying a load not of dynamite anymore, but nitro. Yes, and it's going to blow one of these days. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm 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 a hundred percent with you in that idea because it's uh, I. We already we already experienced that uh, that sequence. Okay, okay, and those people who were making <coughs> fun about three weeks ago about me going to this, I say, look, I got security with me. This is what's going on. The person looked at me like I was insane. <coughs> uh, they're gonna be one of them gonna be with me inside, and the rest are outside in the perimeter. <coughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, because my life is in danger. Well, so Hank Johnson I has protection. He's standing on Guam, and it's going to sink with him. <laughs> yeah, he has protection all the time. Exactly. Two, so uh, He has two bodyguards with him. Exactly, always. always. So what I'm saying, I was telling her this, and then at the end, those comments. The same person that I talked to and explained explain her my situation those people around her who went with that person to, to Washington, D.C., experienced 
what I experienced a month, two months ago. That's why I have security now. And thanks God, the security that I have, they are not, be, they are not charging me for the security. Okay? This is free security. Because they understand I don't have money. They understand my campaign is exactly aligned with President Trump. Right? We are, we are in a pivotal times that we need to decide where the future of the country is going to go. This election, it means oxygen to the country. This election is oxygen. Without oxygen, you cannot leave. Okay? So, when I heard the experience that these people had in Washington, D.C., I laugh out loud, you know. They was uh, choking and they said, okay, now they know. Now they know. <coughs> so I received a call yesterday. Well, you know, finally the president, you know, now the president is talking about socialism. I said, no, honey, you guys didn't get the memo. You guys decided not to listen to what he was saying. Two years in a row, he's been talking about socialism. Socialism. Now, you guys, I think you are a little too late. Now is the time to fight back. So, well, Joseph, with your message, the probably you can win. I know. I know with the message that I'm bringing to the communities. And this is what I said yesterday in one of the radio roundtables. I say, finally, these people, the elite like the senators and representative, RNC representative and the GOP representative who are going to the White House because it's only elite who goes to those places. Finally, they are testing a little spoon of what the black community in America has been going through for 60 years with the Democrat policies and laws that they, are in, they, they were implementing the black community. Why? Because the Democratic Party, they need a slavery mentality. Okay? They don't want the black to be free like you are free and like he is free and like I am free. In order for the Democrat to keep on being reelected, reelected is having what we call the plantation mentality. And we are talking about over 60 years with that mentality. Yes or no, David? No question about it. You know, and the blacks that recognize it will be the first to criticize it, you know, yes. uh, that uh, the ones that have, quote, unquote, left the plantation, gone out on their own and taken the opportunities that we have here, mm-hmm. and they've done something with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, um, the kicker is, how do you get the plantation mill? Mentality of the plantation. Yeah, well, the first thing is get rid of the gatekeepers of hell. Those are the ones who those keep are the, the, the gatekeepers. Like we have those elite. But let's put it in the race with the race car, okay? As you have the elite whites, the elite Latinos, the elite black, and the elite Asian. Let's put it like that: elites. Those elites decide who from the bottom can reach there and have communication with the president. You follow? Mm-hmm. So as long That's as those elite is still there and they don't experience what the people down here, like you, me, him, the black community, are we going through, they don't wake up. So they got a spoon. 
not a spoon. They had a bowl. A bowl. <laughs> a bowl of their own medicine on Thursday. Now they are like running like chicken without head. But this one here, I am like 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 the, like the guy that you have here in the program, the teaching you silent and concentration. How you call? Uh, they rule. Yeah, yeah, I am the, like the the. the, the, the They Kung Fu. The Kung Fu, yeah. Excellent. I am in that situation. I am very calm, peaceful, like focus on what I'm doing and let the let the Lord guide this election. So it's up to the people now what they want because now they are seeing it. Like I told them in DeKalb County, don't think because it's only happening in the black communities, the burning, the destruction, destruction of the communities, the, the all the disaster in the black community, in the poor area. Don't think they're not going to come and knock on your door in the Nguri area, in, you know, in the rich area. They will come for you. No question. No question. It is like that. Because exactly. when you get these poor people who are majority, is a lot of people, raise up with envy feeling, with angry feeling with revenge feeling they will not give up <laughs> I don't want to say of course but they will not give no importance to go to the good neighborhoods and start shooting people and start robbing and start destroying those good neighborhoods because it happens in Venezuela the same way okay the same way if Chavez use the Indian, the native Indians in Venezuela to raise up against the population. Okay? He used them. He provided them for like a 10 years. He gave them, give them, give them. But now that Nicolas Maduro is in charge, he's killing them now. Why? Because they already used that race card. They already use it. It's not good to be used anymore now if you protest, if you protest or you remember remember the Indian We're gonna chief. get rid of you. Remember the Indian chief in Periha yeah, that in once uh, he says, Okay, now you are in power mm -hmm. and uh, you promise us these things and you are not delivering delivering. And do you know what happened? They kill they him. They kill him and his and his wife. They kill him and the family. Okay. So that's what is communism and that's, that's what, what socialism is, is all about. They will use you while they are getting into power. At the moment that they get in power, they secure the power, and yeah. then you come, hey, wait a minute. You promised this, 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 and this, and that. You haven't delivered. Yeah. Oh, no. His name was Sabino. Yeah, we cannot afford having somebody from our own group complaining about us. So the, the Bolivarian breeze is more than a breeze right now. It's uh, like like a tropical storm. It's like a tropical storm now. Okay, so if we don't if we don't act now, we can confront a hurricane. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Now, President Trump yesterday said, if New York, Portland. Um, There were, there, there he mentioned four cities that defund police. Mm -hmm. He said, you defund police, I, I'll take the funds, the federal funds dedicated for, you, for your city, mm -hmm. and I'll fund the police departments in every city of, of, your, of, of your realm. You have, you have to fund 
the police. If you don't do it, I'll take the federal funds that, that uh, and I have the authority. Mm-hmm. And I have the authority. I take those federal funds and I put those funds into the police departments. What happened is you you missed the memo, Carlos. <clears throat> the whole idea of Minnesota, Seattle, mm-hmm. New York, or what is the other? Um, Chicago. Chicago. Chicago or San yeah. Luis, one of those two. They are asking for defund the police. They want to take the police out, but they want to bring another force in <coughs> to take part of what the police used to mm-hmm. get pay. And who are who do you think are those forces they are bringing in? The Islamics. The civil patrol. Civil patrol. They call Islam. it civil patrol, but that's what we call Sharia law. Sharia law is they have people patrolling people, like your neighbor patrolling you, man. And they always watching through the window to see what you're doing. And then if you put something in the in your backyard, you know. And they don't like the way that you put it or you place it. They they come and they tell you you need to take that and it's your backyard. It's your it's your property. property. So then they'll see a little red dot on there for it. <laughs> but that's what is civil patrol, and those cities are already ripe for civil patrol to be implemented because you need to remember those cities they don't ha- they r- already restrain people or using weapon. They restrain them with red flag. They restrain them. They don't allow citizens in those cities to defend themselves with the Second Amendment. Sharia law, as far as I'm concerned, they can take their towels and their heads and leave. Yes. Both. Yes. By the way, another another thing that is very, 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 and, and it has to do with Venezuela. Okay. About... A month ago, Rand Paul came to to uh, to Georgia. Yes. Okay, and uh, he had uh, he had a picture with uh, Josie Cruz. Ah, yes, I took a picture uh, with okay. Rand Paul. And uh, she talked to to Rand Paul for about ten minutes, something like that. Well, Mr. Rand Paul, he's he did receive the memo immediately. What he did. Well, you know, they call Elio Abrams. Elio Abrams is the person um, assigned by the administration, by the Trump administration, to deal with Venezuela's issue. <laughs> so, Rand Paul, um, the Senate brought Ab- Abrams to asking some questions how to see how the Venezuela situation is going, right? Because it's a lot of money the American has been giving to Venezuela. And they still having the same person in, in they supposed to be got rid of that president a long time ago. So they are taking money from us but there there is no results. Mm-hmm. So Rand Paul asked a very simple question. A very simple question he asked Abram, how you gonna take a socialist president out, and you gonna replace it with another socialist president? Explain me that. When he says that, all the hell broke loose (coughs) because up to today, Twitter, which is considered the radio. Twitter is considered the radio. Everybody's talking about that interview. Okay? 
And then we she, have. She did, she did nothing. She did nothing. <laughs> she did nothing. We're well, go on break. We'll, 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 we'll return after this messages. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. Hey folks, this is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. You ever find yourself wondering if you're getting the truth or can you find the truth? Well, don't fear. Tune in every Tuesday, 2 to 3, right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show, where I won't sugarcoat a thing. I'm going to tell you how it is. Okay. Do you believe in miracles, my friend? Yes, I do. Do you believe in miracles? Certainly. Absolutely. Okay, let me explain you something. About a week ago, after after this program, I received an email from a guy from Colorado. He said that he wants to help us in an event. I said, "What?" Yes, I'm the I'm the uh, manager of uh, country singer, and he uh, reviewed Josie's. Um, website and he wants to help her in her campaign and said no you're 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 kidding you are joking this is a this is a joke no 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 it's very serious i call him and i said okay let me let me translate this thing let me put the things in the hands of my of my operator chief that is the the chair of this of this operation is Anthony Holcomb, and they talk about two hours from here to Colorado. Well, the guy, his name is Trey Taylor. He's the youngest Black American singer in the country music realm. Mm-hmm. Okay, he. Yeah, about four years ago, when he was 16, he was immediately signed by the producer of Dolly Parton. And, uh, okay, on September 16... Uh, I read your email that you... He will be in, uh, in uh, Conjures for only 40 people, because the COVID thing... Um, doing an intimate concert for Josie Cruz. Okay? Uh, he's very famous. He had a lot of... He had a lot of... Um, followers. Followers. Okay? And he's... Uh, he's... Uh, he, do, he does a lot of... Uh, um, s- covers of a very famous... Very famous... Um, songs, you know, like um, 
You wouldn't have. I ha I wouldn't have missed. Let me let me put that a little bit. If you put a little bit, you don't you don't. Okay, for for obvious reasons we cannot put the whole whole song on the on the <laughs> radio, but we uh, can say that on September 16th at six o'clock in the afternoon he will be in uh, in Conjures in this concert. You can go to josiecruz2020.com and you can see everything. Dinner is included. Okay, so yeah, dinner is included. Dinner is included. So let's see, let's see what's going on because we are overdraft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, hopefully, people can uh, join us that day. You know, the buy the ticket as a contribution for the campaign, and um, he's not charging us anything. Any any money that we raise will, that day it, will it cost be for the it costs us just the the logistics. You know, uh, how did he find Josie? Well, he's a very conservative guy, and uh, he was f uh, very concerned about what is going on with the. Uh, people such as Josie that is not receiving attention from the <laughs> people who supposed to be their main support such as the political parties and I'm talking about not only the Republican but also the conservatives Democrats they do not have any kind of support. Mm -hmm. That's why you have a problem. That's why the the Democratic Party in Georgia has uh, Vernon Jones right now mm -hmm. because he do not have the the support of the Democratic Party as they he should he should be. Okay, so 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 the conser being being a conservative means that you have to conserve a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to, very, to be very stingy with the money mm -hmm. because you, you don't receive the kind of support that... Well, you can see, Carlos, you can see that there is seven candidates for the Senate, the jungle. They call it yeah. the jungle, okay? Uh -huh. in, in, this, in November. And it's going to be a runoff for December. That's for sure. Absolutely. There is seven candidates in the Republican Party, and you only see for two Senate. names. Yeah, for the Republican, mm -hmm. from the Republican, uh -huh. for the Senate. For the Senate. And you only see two names on the TV: Collins and Lofter. And the five, the rest, nobody knows. Why? And, and the media, and the media doesn't care. No. The media does not no, care. They don't inform the people. No, they they stopped they stopped doing that a long time ago. A long time ago. Okay, now going back to Rampol. 
I found the I found the video. Hold on. Thank you, uh, Mr. Abrams. Without a doubt, Venezuela is a socialist nightmare. It's indeed a vivid indictment of the economic system of socialism. It's appalling that a country like Venezuela that sits atop more oil than Saudi Arabia is in such a dire state that people actually eat their pets. No one disputes the disaster that is Venezuelan socialism. However, when it comes to regime change, the U.S. track record is less than stellar. It has been largely ignored that the possible replacement for Maduro, Guado, is also a socialist. His political party is recognized by the Socialist International. My fear is that even if you get a kinder, gentler form of socialism, it's still socialism. And the results will be similar, economic malaise and economic disaster. What do you say as to replacing one socialist with another in Venezuela? Woo! What do you think? It's good. And the answer that Abraham, Elliot Abraham said, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. And then Marco Rubio came in and interfered. I mean, he gave his opinion to say, well, Guaido is the elect person, is the president elect by the Venezuela. We're not talking about president. We're talking about two systems, the same system, trying to replace one system with the same system. It's impossible. It's impossible. But the the thing, the, the, the sad thing is that countries or, or nations mm-hmm. sometimes forget their own history. Okay, look what is going on right now in Chile. Mm-hmm. They pretend to change the constitution, a constitution that gave Chile 30 years of uh, stability, of respect of the law, of um, prosperity, and they want to change that constitution for another one that is, you know, <laughs> socialist, democratic, or whatever you want to say or name, because they want to have a democracy instead to have a republic. Democracy, yeah, democracy. You know how many discussions and arguments I've been having with some of my friends because they still believe that we are in a democracy. I say no. America is not a democracy. You look in the Constitution. I read the Constitution. There is not even the D of democracy in the Constitution. You only find the republic. Okay? You swear to the flag. It doesn't say democracy. It says to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. The republic. And then... I got a short video when a lady asked um, this guy um, coming out, what have you given us? Well, a republic, ma'am, if you can maintain it. Maintain it. If you can keep it. That's what it says. I'm giving you a republic. That's what uh, Benjamin Franklin said. I'm giving you a republic. (sighs) 
at the conclusion of the conven con constitutional convention, Benjamin Franklin was asked, what have you doing giving us? He answered, a republic if you can keep it. Right there. Man. We come back in a few minutes. We are going in a break. Hey, folks, this is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. Just to remind you, don't miss every Tuesday, 2 to 3, live right here on America's Web Radio. And remember, I'm not angry. I'm just right. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey! <laughs> we are back! This is, this is America's Web Radio. And we are back! We are back, and this is... Let's talk Venezuela. Okay. So, um, that's what's going on with socialism, and I'm glad that a lot of elites are having a little experience while any regular citizen of America has been going through for, let's say, the last 10 years, other the last 30 years, others the last 60 years. But a lot of Americans have been going through for uh, through harassment, spit on, punch, just because the, the um, political view or their belief is uh, a lot of people don't like don't like the those freedom right no. that's it well and before we finish our our program I mean we still have 15 minutes but I yes. just want to let you guys know that I did the last video I believe that video lasts like a two minutes Frank something uh, like one, that one minute 45 yeah. yeah well in the past because don't believe that I am 26 I am Double than that, okay. In the past, um, um, uh, me as a can as a as a person, um, been through a lot of situations in life. <coughs> now I can look back and I can say, okay, that situation, this one and this one, taught me so much good things. Going through pain and bad situation that make me who I am today. So. Um, in the past, uh, I was born in a f um, in a family where my father was a pastor, a minister. So I was the I was the pastor child. <laughs> you know how much pressure that is, right? The pastor child. You have to be perfect. Oh yeah, you have to be perfect. Oh my yeah. God. And then uh, I then I got married, and then I um, I went to the seminary. I became a minister, and then I I got divorced. And then uh, I got married back again. I forget about the ministry. I put it on the side. I dedicated my life to my family, to my husband, my children, 20 years. And then 20 years later, boom, exploded. You know, like, okay, I got divorced back again. 
So what I'm trying to say is all these experiences in my life prepare me for who I am today. And, uh, and a lot of people think because I was in the past a minister, I'm still being a, a minister. I am not a minister today. I am not a minister today because I believe that a lot of people who pretend to be ministers and like the title of degree of being a minister, most of them are there for, for, uh, not for to serve. They are there more to be recognized for, you know? So, um, now I am running as a candidate. I am running as a politician to help out, uh, a district that uh, needs a lot of help. So uh, what I'm saying with this is I am not running to become a minister <laughs> or to become a pastor or a spiritual leader. I am not running to be a group leader, a spiritual leader, right? I'm not even running to be a, a, a teacher in the church, teacher of the baby, you know, baby's teacher, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not running for that. I'm running to represent a variety of people, citizens, residents in this in the district that will require for me to communicate with them in the same level they are so sometimes i might say go to hell or my i might say sometimes get the hell out of my way or i may say hell please do not sabotage my my campaign which i understand saying hell is not a course word but when you see people trying to um, control my expression, when they, they, oh, because you are a minister. No, honey, no, baby, no, no, sir, I am not a minister. I am not, I am a, I am a member of a church, but I, the only thing I do in that church is the, the technical part, like recording the president's, the, recording the, the pastor message and put it on Facebook and, and how you call it, distribute it. Mm-hmm. That's the most that I do in the church. So I am not a, I'm not a minister. I just want to make it clear that since my district is not hippity hippity high mm-hmm. with elite, right? My district is, is poor. It's poor. A lot of poor people. So the way the poor people communicate to each other is different from the hippity hippity high class elite. You follow what I mean? Yes. So please keep on praying for me. Keep on uh, ruling for me. Keep on uh, donating. Okay? Mm-hmm. I have five more books that I have to um, mail this week. Yep. I need I need their addresses because it's, they are already signed, already already signed and dedicated from, my, from me. And I just want to send those books as soon as possible. I'm just going to need their addresses. Mm-hmm. Okay? And... This is what's going on. I mean, people now start thinking, oh, Josie, Josie is right. What Josie's been talking to us for the last year, she's right. We were dismissing her. We, we, we didn't care about what she said, what she was saying. Yes, uh, let me tell you something. Um, Terry Taylor made a cover of a very famous song named Prisoner of Highway, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. you're prisoner of what you were. Mm-hmm. You know, they pretend that you've been uh, secluded on that uh, on that fence. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and no, you are you are you are posting to be a representative of seven hundred eight thousand uh, people who right now inhabitant 
the the district number four in and they in are Georgia. there are variety like that you're gonna find in that district um, Christians you're gonna find atheists you're yes. gonna find conservative you're gonna find constitutionalists even even Muslims you're because gonna you find are Muslims. represented because you are representing the district, people the people. district uh -huh. they're gonna find Hindus okay yeah. you're gonna find uh, Buddhists. Yes, because in that district, the people, the people of of uh, the pacification, what they you have it right the, there. Yes, I yeah. have it. I have it right here. Asian it's Pacific Americans it's for Trump, for right Trump, there, right there, and they are the ones who are supporting you with all the all the way. You know, mm -hmm. they are the ones who. Oh, but I want to tell David, David, I got a, a good a good gossiping for you. What happened with me uh, uh, last Saturday? Last Saturday or two Saturdays ago with the with the Chinese. So I get, I came to this lady. She's the Chinese leader in Georgia, right? So I came and Carlos and me, and then Carlos approached her and asked her, "Oh, we need to get together to see how Josie can uh, come to the Chinese community, and so they can know that she's the candidate and they can vote for her." What was her expression? Mm. Mm. Like, who are you talking? You know, she gave me a, such a bad expression, but attitude, okay. Attitude, and she's supposed to be ruling for Trump, and she's supposed to be ruling for the Republican Party. And I am a candidate who I know she got Chinese living in the district. She gave me a nasty attitude, so I told him like this: "You know what it means? This is like a cut it out, no más, no more, mm -hmm. no siga hablando. Don't 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 continue talking to her. Just ignore her. Okay, I just like I say, get the hell out of my way. So she mm -hmm. get out of my way." So in the moment of speech, she was one of the speaker, key speaker for the event that I was. Um, I went to to see what was going on. They were opening an office. Winnet, it was in Winnet. They were opening the Trump Victory Team office, right, to make sure the President Trump is elected. That's their mission. So I was there. As and a, Winnet I County has three different uh, areas for three different. Uh, uh, Congressional uh, districts. The south part of, of Gwinnett, that is about 31% of the territory, but represent almost 50% of the population mm -hmm. because the concentration of that area is high. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? Belongs to district number four. Exactly. So that's why I'm telling her I need to come to your meetings with the Chinese so they can know who I am, they can ask. She she was bad. So, during the speech, she was talking and ruling for Karen Handel, and she was ruling for Dr. McCormick. District, district 6, District 7, because we need to make sure that District 6 and District 7 gonna get re-elected. Re and I couldn't take it no more, David. I couldn't take it no more. I got up and said, hey, don't forget about District 4. I am here. And we represent 50% of the population when and 31% of the territory. And they don't mention. And they that's don't, the kind, that's that's the the kind, kind of, of sabotage, sabotage that, that, I, people that I am experiencing. So I have to get her right there to the gecko. Hold on. Hey, don't forget number four. I am here. And when I say that, a lot of Asians who are not Chinese, oh, they're like a Vietnamese from this group. The, the Asian Pacific. Three of them say, I am from the fourth. But you see, that's the, the sabotage that I'm talking about. But you about. have to understand When something. they know that I am there, and they don't even mention my name, 
They don't even mention, oh, here is the candidate for district number four. Remember, it's a Democrat stronghold, but we're fighting back, like the president said. Come on, take advantage of the message. So I have to do it. So at the end, the guy who represent because they invited one for the Asian, one for the Chinese, one from the India, and one from the from the Latino. So each one of them spoke. The Latino one, you know what he did? He got he stopped his speech and he acknowledged me in front of everybody. And he said she is breaking barriers right now here in Georgia. She's the first Latina, the first woman, the first Republican. The uh, minority who is going for Congress, and I want you guys to know who she is. She is Josie Cruz, right here. She's running yeah. for the fourth congressional district. Ray but the Chinese, okay. I just, you know, I put it on the on the burning, in the, the back burner, in the back burner. She's in the back burner now with me, okay. At the end, the Indians, the Indian community, the Indian community. The Indians, America, Americans, those IT gig, the doctors, all of them, the leader of the Indian here in Georgia came to me and said, I want to help you. Do you believe in miracles? Could you, be, could you believe in the miracles? We've been alone all this time mm -hmm. until two weeks ago. And then these people, the elite, had the nerve to send somebody to tell me that I have to come down that I have to not start giving name and that I don't have to say that they are sabotaging me. That's what they've been doing all this time. Do you know they gave money to all their candidates and they didn't give me anything, not even a penny? They even paid for propaganda, you know? Advertising. Adver no, that's that's propaganda. What? That's the, 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 the political propaganda from Karen Handel and from uh, um, Purdue. And it said paid by GOP. Oh yeah, because they told <coughs> me that the the GOP don't don't pay for don't. nobody's campaign. Exactly. And then we have proof that some candidate says, you know, some candidates advertisement, whatever says paid by the GOP, Georgia GOP. So explain me that. They don't know how to explain that. So anyways, we're gonna be here next week again. May yes. God permits. Uh -huh. I will be here, and we're working hard to see. Please, anyone who wants to do an advertisement here or they want to have their own program, please come. Uh, call, call, call David, call David Moxley, Moxley. Yes. And he what is the phone number here, sir? 470-223-497. Okay, and with these words, we say goodbye. See you next Thursday. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.